Hello, Mech Warriors, and welcome to the Mech Bay, where we fix your mech and fix your game. What's going on, Mech Warriors? I'm your host, Josh. I've got my co-host, Loremaster Denim, in the hot seat. Howdy, howdy. And crawling out of the paint bay and covered in butter, we've got Dustin. Woo, I just found the bottom of my third Timbiki Dark. I'm ready to roll. And we are the Mech Bay Podcast, your number one source for all things casual, competitive, t- tabletop battle tech. And today, because it's December, we all got our Spotify wrapped. So today we're going to talk about it. <laughs> our top five artists, top five bands. Because you know what? Battletech was good last year. But I think we're this is going to be a music podcast from now on. Hold up. No, we're doing the Battletech wrapped. So... If Battletech and Tabletop Wargaming could do a like recap of your year and how many sad emo songs you listen to that people, you know, don't want to know you listen to. <laughs> all the how sad many, emo songs. <laughs> all your sad mis- Midwest emo songs. But yeah, so we're going to talk about that. But before we dive into our personal raps, we're going to talk about some hobby news, hobby progress, games played, and some fan mail. All right, so first off, we got Battletech news, and I think we're just going to roll out with the big one first. We got a big old coupon, boys. My favorite thing. Now, that, tell me I read it right. There, there were no like fine prints on this. It's eh. 25% off from the CGL web store until January 2nd from like 1216. It's like two days ago, right? I, I have already taken advantage of it. Is, that's everything, not just PDFs or whatever? Because you can, uh, you can it, buy force it was, packs. It was on it was on a, a lance pack that I bought. So nice. Yeah. That's twenty five percent is one quarter. That's great. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> buy, buy four lances, get one or buy three. Wait, I'm, I'm bad at that math. I'm not at work right now. Too. Yeah, we, I can only count up to twelve. You know, two d six. How many how many stars equals the same value as a lance? Now, okay, so you said. Uh, fine print if you if you go to their store right now there is a big alert that pops up and it says that our their warehouse will no longer process orders until january 2nd but you take a free 25 percent off of any order of 50 dollars or more okay so there's a price limit so once you hit 50 then you get 25 percent off right i okay. i did that like like without blinking so yeah i got the 25 in this economy off. it's easy to spend 50 c bills homie yeah <laughs> yeah i knew there was something i couldn't remember and i was like dude no. i got the Corita the Corita mug to go with my smoke jaguar mug because those things came out i got Ooh. i got a bunch of stuff nice all nice right. all right denim are you allowed to say what you bought from the cgl web store i, I just did my Corita mug Oh, that that's above fifty. That well, it's forty. You you add that with everything else that I got. Oh no, you can't you can't you can't know everything. Oh, some just, of it's top secret. Look, just give me the like card control access, and I can check your banking history. It's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dustin, what about you? Anything on the web store you're looking at? Nothing on the web, st- web store. I got a ton of bird mechs in my backlog, so. Talk about that in the hobby progress, but no, no new things because one of my New Year's resolutions is going to be oddly similar. How did that happen to last year's? <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, probably nothing. I'm, I'm gonna hold myself to that right now. 
right there's now. a lot of exciting things happening after yes. the Kickstarter. So nah, not, yeah, but not I have now. zero self-control. So, yeah, well, so there. You're, you're special. Also, I, I see the board behind you in our webcam. You, you're a collector. So I am. I, I, I am. I got to catch them all. Yeah, I got to catch them all. I just got to. All right, but that's enough for web store news. We've got in other not as expensive product, we've got Shrapnel 15, the double Mm. issue out. It is so good. Mm. I like double issues because usually that means we can read it for book club. So that'll be in the queue somewhere in the coming months. It's a good one for it. That's too big. It's too big. No, man, that it's so. You give me a book with 400 pages and I'm like, ooh, that's a big book. You give me 12 stories inside of a 400 page book and I'm like, easy. Yeah. I can read that in two weeks. No big my deal. My brother and Blake, those <laughs> can, are called can chapters. You cut my pizza into four <laughs> slices because I can't eat eight slices. Says I can't. Dustin. I can't eat eight <laughs> slices of pizza, but 12 slices of pizza, I can. I used to work at a pizza place. People would ask how many slices. <laughs> Like, bro, as many as you want. It was Papa Murphy's. You cut it yourself. Anyways, <laughs> how many slices in a large, bro? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All yeah. right. The uh, anthology 15 is 432 pages. It, it, it'll be easy. Just cut that reason. elephant in whatever way you want. Yeah. I do love the art for that. Those sweet, sweet Kellhounds on the front. Yeah, those the, the which, which red and black faction is on the front of my shrap? I mean, look, it's it's got that it's got that Griffin with the LRM twenty on it. It's got the Crusader. Shrapnel it's, fifteen, it's fantastic, excellent, excellent artwork as always. All right, yeah. So I guess if people are wanting to read, I guess if you're trapped at the in laws or parents or in the car on your drives for this Christmas season, you can crack that open or digitally, you know, yeah. Right yeah, click what, open, right? Or yeah, because it comes on. It comes on print on demand. Demand. It has a PDF and it has the EPUB for your Kindle. Okay, I will take issue with this double sized issue, like sticker on the front of it. It's, yeah. it's very like eighties, mid nineties, like tacky. Dude, BattleTech, eighties <laughs> tacky. I know we love it yeah. for it. Right, right. It speaks even... to me. Know your target audience, Dustin. That's right. <laughs> All right, what else we got uh, in the back-to-physical world form? Uh, we have plastic map-scale dropships, you know, arriving in pictures form. So we're seeing those for the first time. Yeah, they look good. They look they good. Which well, one is yeah. that one? I, I already skimmed over the name. I just saw dropship. Yeah, no, they've got uh, they've got the Overlord, the Union, and the Clan. Uh, the Clan Overlord? No, the Clan you have Union. the... Yeah, the clan the overlord. company size, the battalion size, and the trinary size, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. Got and these are three. map scale because if they were mech scale, that would be all you got in your palette from the Kickstarter. That'd be a big box. Big box. <laughs> big old boxes. All right. But yeah, the and base should cover should cover like seven hexes. Yeah. I mean, I I'm down for that. I just I just need an objective. They'll they'll do great for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the last thing, which technically we got for the, was kind of like released on the forums, but I don't consider that a real place. Um, it's a fake got, place. The, this isn't, yeah. it's not 1998. That's a fake place. Yeah. The Battletech <laughs> forums is not where I want to go for my news. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. I know. I'm sorry. But, anyways. 
Yeah. But we saw our Mech Commander's Handbook preview. They linked their, like, I want to say rough draft section, kind of. It's a not not final. It's a version two preview, blah, yeah. blah, dot PDF, do not delete kind of thing. Trying to give people an idea of what to expect in this. Uh, and I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. So we kind of mentioned the Mech Commander's Handbook last time. The deeper, like, what it is, is it is intended to be a one-part small-scale campaign book, one-part overview of warfare and tactics, and that is both the in-universe warfare and the tabletop how-to-play-them, like, tactics that the factions would do. And the other part would be a guide to the product line and force building. So, like, for for newer players, like, hey, buy this pack. These mechs are going to be more traditionally used for your stuff. And hey, here's how you put them together for forces in these, you know, eras that we're doing. And they're doing all. They're doing early succession war all the way to Ill Clan. Mm-hmm. They're not like it's they're like, not like separating it into a like ten year gas. They're like big faction eras, like nothing's really changing and then moving to the next one. It's like if you took campaign operations and squished it together with first strike. Because first strike desperately needs a uh no, nobody knows what first strike? strike is. What is that? <sighs> It was the best. I mean, it's it's what you just said. Like it it, it goes over uh, warfare tactics. It goes over you know here is a mech. This is a this is a um a striker mech. Uh, striker roles are this. This is how you want to use that. Uh, if you're going to make a campaign or a a mission, you know here are the things to think about to build a a mission, and here's how to balance it. I don't remember if BV one was even a thing yet. So I really I, okay. yeah. It's it was old, but it was it was fantastic. The problem was, was there's like four maps, so all of their all of their missions had the same maps. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, this has got an old cover. Oh, it's fantastic. It yeah. is good. It was okay. good, but you can't buy it, so we're going to move on. I, I'm I am. You can if, buy if, it PDF on Catalyst. Yeah, you can. Twenty five percent off. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> first. But the, if the Mech Commander's Handbook is is, a, is revamping that and, and fluffing it out, and I, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Now, there's a lot on that, like, XOTL, Zodal, Zodal, Xtol? Xtol. There we go. Zodl? The letters are in the wrong order for Xtol. It's like Zetol with an X. I rearrange letters at will all the time. So that wouldn't mean... I called... Devlin Stone, Delvin Stone for a long time. Anyways. I think I just took that as like, oh, that's how it's pronounced based on how Dustin's pronouncing it. Okay. If Dustin is wrong. Default. <laughs> Wait, how how did you pronounce that that one mech we were talking you the you know from the the um the Arthurian knights, the um, uh Sir Gawain? Okay. Didn't go, I say Gawain? Go, Gawain? 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 No, Gawain's the right way, right? Gawain? Yeah, I know. People's skin is crawling. Listen, man, if we just put accents on our vowels, English, or just, you know, had one alphabet letter for each vowel pronunciation, we'd be easy, but it's not. Like, why are there five-letter words when we don't, haven't used all the four-letter combinations yet? (sighs) Anyways. um, I hate both of you. Let's cut this tangent right now. Before Josh's head explodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's goals for this product, shockingly. <laughs> goals? Ooh, tell me about yeah. the goals, Josh. Uh, the w- two goals that really stood out to me were provide a guide to mech-based force building for that air, a.k.a. I don't want to say pre-built 
like Lance's stars, but that's roughly mm-hmm. what it is. Like here is a the bog standard what your you know Merrick clan invasion Lance would look like. Yeah, based on that, they are all roughly supposed to be like for that time era. All of the factions, like their lances and whatnot, are supposed to be roughly equivalent. Like they'll have like the regular, you know, four or five, and then like the balanced like three, four, two, three, like the improved gunnery piloting, mm. extra bonus. So like they all kind of can mush together with the clan stuff. So I think that's really cool. It's like, oh, this is our first way of getting like armies of renown kind of things. Like this is this is what you just pull out of the box and can use and what's been pre-chosen for you. It's a, a great product for me, like when I started in 2018. I yeah. was... And I found um, the rats, the random access tables that were written up by Xtol, Xlotl, whatever. And they were a reference for me for like two years. It's great. So having an official, like beautiful, with the artwork and all that other stuff formatted beautifully, it'll be great. Great product. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. The one part that it, because it has like, quote, recommended BVs for each era's like lances and stuff to be built mm. to. So like all of them kind of match that. They also have rarities for the mechs. Like this mech is going to be iconic for your faction. So you get like zero to one of those in your, you know, pre-assigned lances or forces. But they, they, they do put the footnote there. This book does not in any way signify a change on the part of CGL towards how the game is supposed to be played. AKA, these are just example BVs for each era and not you are only allowed to play this BV. Or having uh, guardrails for when you start is great because we're all going to explore the game system and the mechanics and the engine when we get bored with like the bog standard. But having a place to start, um, especially for newer players, is is great. It's just it's just good, you know. Especially if you're in a a place all by yourself and you're trying to get your friends into it, and you're like, "How many BV do I play?" You know, what what kind of lances do these different forces use? Um, having references saves a lot of headache. There there is a lot of information out there, like a whole lot. Always good to have places to start. So I'm excited for that. I think that's third quarter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, oh, so we got to wait a while for that, but I'll yeah. be excited. Yeah. All right. Any other news? I don't think so. Oh, hobby progress. Okay. What have I done? I haven't done really any painting. It's still in that weird between Thanksgiving and Christmas where I get like mm-hmm. nothing done. And I'll, I, I'd like to think the wargaming community just kind of collectively. Not only do you have the holidays, you have post Southern assault. It's like, December is break time. Okay, we had Southern Assault. <laughs> we got holidays. It's time to take, time to take a break. And for those who can see my camera, my whole desk that had all my painting stuff is just got a monitor on there. It's I've cleaned it all uh, off. I packed it all up. I'm moving, so I've, so it's all in boxes. I will be painting no mechs until at least February. It's the first time you've moved your webcam. That's like a that's the Twilight <laughs> Zone corner of your <laughs> office. I literally I only Never thought he lived that. in a corner like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, this whole office is mine. The whole thing. Awesome. Uh, for my hobby, for non-painting hobby progress, I've done no buying because you can't buy it for yourself, you know, between <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely can <laughs> and did. But uh, no, I did some trading. I've traded some mechs that I don't really play with. To, mm-hmm. Blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> play with them all. 
I'm holding my tongue. There's a difference between me and denim. The difference is I take out of a lance, I will take three different things every game. Denim will change one thing every game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got tweaking. So it. I so I go in. through like my my entire cabinet of stuff, you know, three times faster than he does. When we get the games played down there, we'll see we'll see why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, uh yeah, so I traded uh my mongoose and a wolfhound for a long bow. Because I'm like, I've got like multiple wolfhounds from multiple packs. I got the wolfhound 2C, and I've got. I don't. I don't want to do the. I prefer the gunslinger mongoose. But I was gonna say you've probably got seven black knights and five mongooses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need a plastic mongoose when I prefer the gunslinger metal mongoose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's already painted. I'm just like, I'm not using it. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, so that's that. Uh, I. Did some rearranging and assigned mechs to new factions because new year, new faction. That's right, boys. Ooh. Do we yeah. have to wait? Are you going to make us wait? Yeah, I'm going to make y'all new... wait. All right. All right. Yeah. Y'all, don't, des- y'all don't deserve that. <laughs> but it's it's be fun. I'm excited for that one. Nice. Nice. I think the Kickstarter mechs are going to slot into that a lot better than like Comstar or Word of Blake. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. I keep getting told, you know, pick an Interspheres faction. Pick an Intersphere faction. I'm like, oh, uh, is Comstar word of Intersphere? And they're like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> like, fine, whatever. But yeah. Yeah, so that's my hobby progress. Dustin, what about you? I assembled bird mechs. I am trying to remember all the names of the different bird mechs. So, okay, I when won't... you say bird mechs, mm-hmm. there's, there's like, you know, wolf players joke about like wolf mechs because like uh-huh. there's all of them but when you say bird mechs you have to define because there is the purple bird aesthetic. faction there's a, yep. yeah the, the green only bird one of faction. the factions green bird faction has actual literal bird mechs um aka uh, ex- mechs with wings mm. is there are there two are raven there two? with the raven raven lines do they yeah they've, they've do got they have their, they got yeah. little wings Little wings. All right. They don't have faction big wings. (laughs) Big wings. So this is (laughs) model flies. Give me the bird mech. Which Uh, bird mech? The actual bird mech. uh, So I assembled. I bought, purchased next year's um, faction. I'm going to try out some Jade Falcons. Um, I bought, I'm going to try to remember their names. I bought a Flamberge. Flamberge. Is that how you say that? Flamberge. I assembled that. On today's and, episode, we grill Dustin on his pronunciations. <laughs> Assembled and primed. Lots Not of the flame too. burger. You want to call it a shriek or a shrike? It's a shrike because that's, a shrike. The that's the way that's the way it's spelled. Okay, <laughs> I was calling it shrike. Shrike, ninety-five ton. I before uh, E, except after C. We got except in all the cases where it's not. I think this is a gear falcon. No, wait, it's not a gear falcon. It's a jade hawk. Is a jade hawk? Okay, see, man, I'm. On our audio only format, I'm watching Dustin. This is a Jade Falcon. I think this is the Jade Jade Phoenix. There's a Jade Falcon and Jade Phoenix. There's a yeah, man. It's it's rough. Do you say Onger or Onager? Onager, Onger. Another assault mech with wings, little tiny wings. This one's got little wings, not big wings. Baby wings. They're they're just for mating. There's um, bro. I don't even remember the name of this one. This is the new sculpt from Ironwood Metals. It's not the butcher bird because that one doesn't have a sculpt yet. It's bigger than that. I want to say that's the Jade Hawk. It might be the Jade Hawk because yeah, the big boy is the Jade Phoenix. Nope, nope. nope. I was right on the 
first one. This one's the new Ill Clan one. Yeah. Um, Jade Hawk, I actually forgot to buy, I think. The Jade Hawk is really iconic, and I need to get one. Only Dustin would ruin, you know. No, the Jade. I have a Jade Hawk. I just assembled it. That's that's this one. See to the Jade Hawk. See, anyways, yeah, that's the Jade Phoenix. The the like stubby wing one. The one wing big guy. That's but the that's brand the new Jade one. Phoenix is the big one. Yeah. yeah. No, but this is a this is another this is a big boy Jade Phoenix little boy. It's the I don't remember what it's called. Whatever. Hero anyways, Falcon. Gear Falcon. Hero. Oh. Hero. Oh, Hyro Falcon. Hero Falcon. Hyro yes. Falcon. Whatever. Either way, yeah. I, All got, right. I got. So, so you bought every bird falcon. I'm going there with we the go. wing that's, mech. That's what he said. Like he yeah. wrote it on there. He I said, know, but I then he went through it. and he's like, I don't know what this one is. And we're all like, bird as mech. The, they're bird mechs. As come, the come you know along. neurodivergent BattleTech <laughs> players we are, we're like, I have to identify this. My my nerd card <laughs> depends on it. Here's a here's an ocelot, not necessarily a jade falcon mech, but it is in that area in the dark ages. So it has wings too. I'm, I'm going to throw it in there. I'm testing out some color schemes. I even put mech. I tried like tonight. I was painting up a little bit of like Val galaxy or it's Jade Falcon red mechs. Just paint the Jade Falcons green. I'm going to try green next. I was going to, Oh, I'll paint it red and white. It'll be cool. I'll be edgy. No, that's Draconis combine. Just green. They're so, Just they're green. so Christmassy. Yeah. So anyways, that was my hobby progress. Some some assembling of purchases from Southern Assault. So there you go. So I, I have to ask just because did you mm-hmm. decide to start doing Jade Falcons because our friend of the podcast, uh, Saul Roth, played Jade Falcons of Southern Assault and won best overall? No. You know, he, he did clean house as the most humble of all yeah. Jade Falcons. No, I, I just wanted I I like the 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 one thing out of the clicky tech is the Draconos Combine and the Jade Falcons. I think that's really it. Have a very stylized clan or faction silhouette. No, I agree. Yeah, I wanted to do the bird mechs. I wanted to try them out too. I've never played with Jade Falcon mechs, so they've got a lot of unique um, partial wing. Jump strong. Um, Jump strong. (laughs) Jump strong. Um, So I wanted to try them out and paint them. I'm going to try blue Jade Falcons too, which is very not canon. But some blue with magenta highlights. We'll see if it works out. My brother and Blake. That's just Merrick. Uh, blue? No, Merrick is purple. What's blue? Uh, Davian slash Steiner. I don't know. Anyways, look, anyone can be any color. We've already. It is true. It is true. I know. Um, <laughs> if, if you put red Jade Falcon Max on the board, like let's be real, people can be confused. So, <laughs> what is this? Is this like? Captured Jade Falcon mechs from the Draconos Combine. I was like, no, it's it's Row Galaxy. No, Row is blue and gray. I think it's Val Galaxy. Anyways, let's correct. get let's get out of the quagmire that is Dustin Hobby Progress this week. Please save me. Somebody else talk. There's only one more, and that's Didum. Didum, how much Hobby Progress have you gotten done? I, I packed up a bunch of stuff. So pa- packing is progress. Yeah, because I did. I packed up a bunch of stuff because I'm moving. So it's all in boxes. I'm not painting anything for the next couple months. So if you're going to play me and I've got new mechs, you're, they're going to be primer gray. Mm. You're moving to the inner sphere or out of the inner sphere? Are you I am moving claim? laterally in the inner okay. sphere. All right. All right. From house to house, literally. House to house. Yeah. Yes. Well, from a rental to, to one that I, I will own. So a merc unit to a, 
to a literal house unit. <laughs> well, no, it's it's a rental house. I, I know. I'm making house. the joke. I'm making the oh, joke. Like, it's, right. It's, okay. Then yes, whatever you said. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not trying to divulge your economic, you know, situation here. I'm just like, oh, so you're going from the Merc to like contract resign every year to a house unit of, you know. I, I see what you're doing, and I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, Josh tries. He pays attention to things we say. God. But yeah, no, that's uh that's a lot of not hobby progress, but we'll we appreciate your efforts anyway, sir. I mean, I'm still out there on Tuesdays, I'm still running campaign days, I'm just not doing any personal painting. Um, so you know, if Tuesdays. I if I go through withdrawal, I'll just I'll just borrow paints at the store and paint there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Tuesday? Does that segue into games played? It does segue into <gasps> games played. Wow. Who play games? I play games. Tell me about your games, Josh. I will tell you about my games. I got two games in since the last episode. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I got, wait for it, an Alpha Strike game in. This was a impromptu, like, hey, does anyone want to play Alpha Strike? And I was like, I I will play Alpha Strike, even though I <laughs> legally am not required to during months <laughs> that aren't Alpha Strike tournaments. <laughs> what? Usually Josh only plays Alpha Strike in October, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. It's true. But yeah, so I played. This was, they were like, yeah, let's just do an all mech list. Like, I just want to get in, roll dice, and get out. And I was like, I love that. I love that it's just going to be like, throw it together. Oh, Dustin, you weren't there. It happened to be like a day that I was supposed to have a uh, a demo game. So I set up the table using a bunch of uh, a bunch of the, the Gale Force 9 stuff. And, and uh, like, it, the table looked really pretty. And the guy never showed up. So Josh comes in. He's like, oh, I want to play some Alpha Strike. I'm like, fine. Here, I set this table up for you. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Blake provides, man. Blake provides. <laughs> and you never saw that man again. That man was just me asking you to set up my table. <laughs> it, was, it was Josh with a fake mustache over top of his real mustache. Yeah. Uh, how'd the game go? How was it? How was all Max? Uh, it was all mechs. I played Matt, Matt and his roughly just Intersphere house. I can't really remember which faction. Like we weren't even like doing anything weird. Uh, mm-hmm. I brought like clan invasion to like late jihad, Comstar, Word of Blake stuff, but like nothing like C3I or weird. Just like, hey, they had this variant and it's like, okay, cool. Um, like there was no really advanced tech or anything there. It was just like, oh, I, I would like to run my brand new Excalibur in the preparation for getting a plastic excalibur it's like a highlander like a royal one comstar archer so it was it was a lot of weird fun stuff uh i will say like my one thing that i tweaked that whole 375 list to was Mm -hmm. i wanted every unit i had to have indirect fire one at minimum okay yeah like i was like because we we have had a whole big discussions about artillery after southern assault like Mm -hmm. like aaron cahill was like it's weird seeing that you know artillery's replace indirect fire and i kind of wanted to like okay let's 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 reverse this let's let's yeah. go all indirect fire and you know i didn't set up the table so there wasn't like a whole bunch of line of sight blocking terrain for me to like really just hunker down and like roll single pairs of dice but like for one or two turns it was like hey i have a mercury i have an oscout like they run up and they're just like i see a unit and it's like cool mm-hmm. everything on my table gets to roll at least one pair of dice against this okay. unit. And I was like, that felt kind of good. That they yeah. were, like, All I needed was line of sight and the Mercury, if it 
if it walked, like it was plus zero, but if the Oscout jumped, it was plus two to all that fire. So it was like, mm. all right, what, what do I want to do? And he, he learned pretty early on, kill, kill the spotting units. Yes. Um, swat those flies. Swat those flies. Uh, we also played with standard multiple attack roll crits. If I roll, oh. you know, six pairs of dice, any of those pairs could be a 12. Like this was, this was rule book. Alpha okay. strike without yeah, any. Yeah. 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 Completely different than what we're used to. So uh, it wasn't like a, uh, Southern Assault 375. It was like a by the book 375. It was by the book. No, no faction abilities or anything like that or lance yeah. abilities. Like it was just okay. 375 points and multiple attack rules, like by the book. Um, so there were a few, like definitely in the first turn, like out of the eight shots, there were five 12s. Ooh. Just because, like, hey, I need an 11 to hit. So, oh, this 12 hits. Oh, so that's an automatic crit. Like, that felt different. Yeah. But it didn't feel like insanely bad. I will say, just because things that we're being shot at, we're getting crits on and we're just dying, like, I'd say 10, 15% faster than they would have died already. Mm. Yeah. So, at that point, like, okay, we're still doing multiple attack roll. We're still rolling the bucket. We're still getting crits. Things are just getting damaged faster. Like yeah. it wasn't wasn't crazy. Like I mm-hmm. still had something die to an internal structure crit. Like that just happened to have you know the twelve, and then he did one. And it was a two, and it's like oh, but these are in structure crits. They they aren't like they weren't the natural crits. twelve. They aren't yeah. yeah they aren't natural twelves. There was that. Uh, the highlights of that game were he had a Marauder two. I death from above my Oscout on an eight up to hit that and did like a weapon hit, which was pretty awesome considering the Oscout has no guns. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is the, all you can do. And it's like crunch. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was, yeah, my, my specter, my little uh, scout mech, just like rolling, getting that 12 on like his, it had just gotten in, into internal structure. And for me to roll that 12 to just kill a battle master was mm. really dope. Like I was like, Look, man, that was that was structure crit. That's legal. <laughs> That's by the book. So that was good. That was uh, like I said, fast. It was in and out two hours. It was wonderful. So that kind of reinforced my opinions on the multiple attack rolls normal crit. What do you have? You guys ever just done that way and thought about it before I played Southern Assault? So I think yeah. one of the one or two of the practice games I played with other people and with you, we might have done every 12 crits and it's it's critty but you know everybody gets extra crits so yeah yeah it's like it's not hurting you oh i could see like oh it's weighted to whoever has more dice but i'm like eh, you throw more dice you do more just damage. throw more dice that's then. pretty standard yeah yeah i mean in classic if your mech has more guns you're gonna get more crits more chances how it crit. works yeah i just need more and i need more luck yeah yeah uh then i had a quick classic game against kurt uh he's <gasps> He's Kurt back in the hobby. Back? I know. Somebody dug him out of the 30K hole? Uh, the, <laughs> the 30K hole. <laughs> yeah. It hurts because it's really true. <laughs> uh, awesome. But yeah, so that was a quick classic game. That went well. What did I have? I took a Legacy 1. I took the Agurka. I took a Kentaro. I took the Excalibur, which I think you picked out the Rack 5 variant for me, Denim, because I was like, which of these do I pick? And you were like, uh, you've never racked before. Rack it. I saw, I saw you jam that sucker. So <laughs> I'm a UAC man. Racks are so much better than UACs. I was so much better. <laughs> After getting over my hatred of UACs, 
I've I've learned to accept the UAC. And now I hate the rack. And I will talk yeah. about it. I'll talk about it. Yeah, you're you're already talk about it. <laughs> um but and so I had my like Lance. Uh I put the legacy is a three four and everyone else is four four. And then I ran two XCT uh wheeled infantry or mechanized infantry. So they've got the damage divisor two, which I thought was really cool. Bro, what the so hell like, is that? So you hit them with a machine gun, essentially it does half damage. Oh. So like they roll like you're they're two D six, you roll an eight, mm-hmm. it counts as four. Oh. Wow. So it's like, hey, my imagery like it doesn't die immediately to like machine yeah. guns. Yeah. And he took oh, what did he take? He took his dragon, he took his catapult, he took Axeman and an archer and two vedettes. Vedettes are scorpions, hmm. one of those two tanks. Okay. And this was a crazy game because like it went wild. Like I definitely thought I was on the back burner just because like he was i had like the gurkha was fast but it was also like he was getting more shots on me early until my legacy finally got into like midfield we played objectives i'll, I'll put that out we played with mm, objectives okay. two in the middle one in each of our like backfields so like there nice. was it wasn't just brawl and kill so we were like holding field i rolled those legacy shots and every time i was rapid firing my uac 10s back shots wow i was like yeah and they both they connected. Or they connected every time. Nice. I was like, if I'm firing, it's hitting, and it's hitting with You're both. Rolling up, yeah. nice. Uh, there was one part where his dragon, uh, he's using the like custom. Was it uh, drag the free Rosselhog Republic dragon with a hatchet mm-hmm. that he loves? Mm-hmm. He loves that. He's got it modeled up. Oh, it's, it's his fantastic. favorite. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. Uh, he hits the Gurkha dead center in the chest with uh, the hatchet. Doesn't kill it. Mm. Then he realizes, oh, this was my one chance. So now I'm going to run back and help out my uh, mm-hmm. axe man against the legacy and Kentaro. Uh, Gurkha just runs around to his archer, which is just, you know, firing long range, shoots all of its lasers in the back, stabs the sword through his rear CT, crits his engine. <laughs> he falls down from the damage. And I'm like, well, crap. I wanted to like do more to you in your <laughs> rear CT. And now you're on the ground. This is worse for me. So yeah, I abandoned yeah. the legacy turns around, just puts oh. four UAC 10 shots into the dragon as it's coming back to him. It was insane. That game ended with me on my three objectives. The uh-huh. Excalibur completely being terrible. Like I, I do not. The rack is not fun for me. I, I just okay. accept it. I've got to do and mental that could map. Be why I like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy has just completely demolished the ax man. The Axeman has failed to like do any. Re- it's like it's gotten two AC twenty shots, but it's hit the most armored locations possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he jumps. He's he had a four up to kick me for the last one, missed that, and he was like, yeah, that that's over. His dragon gets behind the Kentaro. I shoot it with the Legacy on that turn. I get like two crits on the leg. It's still standing though. The Kentaro puts its one arm behind it, fires an SRM-6, gets the crit in the leg, rolls the 12, Ooh. just immediately blows <gasps> it off. Leg gone. It's, yeah. Nice. So his dra- his hatchet dragon is legged. His axe mm. man is missing the axe. It's just a man, just promoted to man. Just man. Just man. No axe, only man. <laughs> and has whiffed like it's one chance to like do good. And yeah, so he was like, yeah, I think we're going to call this. <laughs> as his archer's just barely standing back up with an engine hit as well. Oy, rough. Yeah. So yeah, it was a great game for him to get reintroduced into Battletech. 
I will say I did not see 3i any of my mechs in that. Mm-hmm. Even though I think all of them could have been, I just decided to upgrade skills, and I think that was a better like game experience for me and him. Yeah. So, yeah, I got my two games then. I'm happy about that. Dustin, what about you? Yeah, mine will be real quick. I have a game planned for tomorrow with Kurt. Back from the (laughs) K-hole. Back from the K-hole. So we recently in Book Club read A Question of Survival with Jade Falcons versus Bears, and I just built a bunch of bird mechs. And we're going to do a narrative battle, so it'll be weird and funny. We're going to kind of redo a little bit of a uh, star on star from the trial of possession in that book. So I've got a lot of five, six clan assault mechs. Oh, Oh yeah. It's going to be weird. Wait, what? Yeah. It's not going to hit with anything and you're going to fall down all the time. Yeah. Uh, And then um, I've got the con G Chisu. In his, um, I have a, I'm going to have to proxy the Flamberge. I think he's in a higher Falcon or whatever, a gear Falcon, higher Falcon, whatever. Um, there's two different mechs. The gear Falcon. It's the gear Falcon, not the higher Falcon. Chisu is in the gear Falcon. It's on the cover. See, it's yeah. gear Falcon. God, let me also a four five or a five. Uh, no, six. he's a two, three. Okay, good. He's, he's con. At least, you got, he's con. at least you've got one mech warrior out there. Yep. Um, Emilio Hall or GU Chisu. G Yi Chitsu, Chistu? No, it's Chistu. Offers, I'm probably still mispronouncing it, offers a uh, duel. So I'll do that. We'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. Narrative, shake the rust off. Um, hey, I'll be there. I'll be watching. Hey, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, you will. If any Jade Falcon players would like to audition for the command seat of Dustin, <laughs> you can email us at themechbaypodcast at gmail.com. So that my game's played is, I'm going to play a game tomorrow. I've been... um. I haven't really played much since Southern Assault. Not because I'm burned out. It's just, it's been, bro, it's been busy. What is it? December was a, was a busy year. Yeah, Yeah. it it was. You know, my significant other has some time off, so I'm going to be able to hit up the local game store. So very excited about that. I've got like three games planned, two games planned in the next couple of weeks. So we get to go. We get to go. How about you, Denim? Yeah, yeah I got games played. I actually I had a really good one uh, against uh, one of the regulars at the store named Thomas. Nice. And he had he had three clan mechs against my inner sphere lance. So it was 3v4, but the BV was like within 0.02 of each other. Like mm-hmm. it was super close BV. Were you the playing a 7500? Yes, 7500. Okay, okay. The difference is, is that he seemed to only be able to roll twos and twelves. Oh, yeah, he Weird. was getting tack after tack after tack. My Shadowhawk went down with four SRMs to the head, and then he went huh? unconscious and <laughs> fell down for a fifth for a fifth pilot damage. Um, my you, Spider you, you had deserve. had a headshot. Like everybody had headshots. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> and the tacks were just were just nonstop. Turn two, my my guillotine got a leg crit, and he's supposed to be in everybody's face. He never mm-hmm. made it to half map. Like he he really? couldn't he couldn't run he couldn't uh, jump without like needing a ten on his on guillotine. his PSR. Yeah, was this was this ill clan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the guillotine. Yeah. That's a that's a new variation on your ill clan list. I've played. Yeah, this I list like before. It. Okay, it was, it, was, right. it was nice. Had that uh, that ER PPC with the uh, with mm-hmm. the capacitor, um, a couple of light PPCs. Okay. Uh, and, and it had like like no XL and, and a bunch of armor, so it was supposed to get up there and get in everyone's face. Never, yeah. never made it. 
Um, it was, it was a fantastic game though. Um, I had, I had a ton of fun. All the highlights, all the endorphins. Like, all the like I rolls. say, I don't care whose mechs are blowing up as long as someone's mechs are blowing up. And they were mine. I <laughs> can't even awesome. blow mechs up. I don't care That's whose mechs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all my pilots lived, just they're going to be in the hospital for a while. That needs to be like a, like, who has the most insurance payouts for that game? Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. a okay. Nobody died. Okay, who, who whose insurance pays out the most? Whose premium goes up next game? Healthcare's great, isn't it, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah. I live in America. We're gonna we're gonna bird walk this for which which inner sphere house do you think has the best healthcare? Huh? Huh? I mean, faction. Let's just, let's just go faction. Let's just go faction. Is a faction. I think just the clans. The clans, all their bionic stuff and their replacements. They're patching people up. The clans absolutely do not pay for for healthcare. It's oh, a warrior has been damaged. We will make fix them We up. will make that warrior combat ready cast. again. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter the cost, and they're not trying to yeah. make it pretty, except for a couple of clans. You know, like right. they, they don't normally care about about how you look. It's how how combat effective are you after this? Yeah, absolutely, they've got the best health. I I'll tell you who has the worst is the Free Worlds League. See, <laughs> not liking implants is just a propaganda thing to keep healthcare costs down. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> But they've got that secret cost because they'll clone you at the drop of a hat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? You're <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about the damage. We already have your replacement. He's right over there. That's right. Yeah. The Dustin, the cooler Dustin. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I would have to go with either Comstar slash Word of Blake or the yeah, clans because yeah. like Comstar is just going to be like, yo, we got, you know, cybernetic implants for free. You just got to sign up for free. They're the cyberpunk healthcare versus the armed forces healthcare. Mm -hmm. Okay. That bird walk's done. All right. Let's move on to some fan mail. All right. Yeah. All right. Carl Eastman writes, been listening and enjoying your show. Keep up the great work. Thank you. When it comes to chaos campaigns, do you guys use some kind of mission randomizer to determine mission objectives and rewards? No, I just come up with it um, like two weeks before we do our we do our game. So uh, I would love to come up with with something more random. I will probably have to at some point. <laughs> but but no, the the chaos campaign stuff that well, if we're talking about my campaign system, I, I write those. I think the ones we've done at the store, like pickup games. I think there have been a a roll off where you know we just have a table. It would mm-hmm. be like roll a d six and whatever number comes up, that's the mission from this book that we're going to do. Uh, and I've done that from the Tukiad book, um, just picking out for some of those random ones. Once once you get a stable of missions written up, it's very easy to assign a number on a d six or d twelve or two d six. You know, well not two d six because that's on a bell curve, but you get you get the gist. So yeah, once you start. You know, I, I write my lists. They're in Google Docs. They're already there. So I will D three it. Oftentimes, um, if I got three missions for that I'm like play testing or running for a tournament coming up, uh, I'll ask my opponent if they want to run D three on a set of missions or if they have a mission in mind. But yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of generate that randomly um, for sure. 
definitely randomizer. Uh, dice. Dice is the randomizer. And this is when I do the... Unfortunately, I have no creativity when it comes to missions and such. So I'm normally just like, are we killing each other? No. Cool. Here's the three objectives. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, those, those are the only two things I know. Take them home. Like, King of the Hill? What's that? When is that a new variant of a mission? <laughs> no. We, and we all historically know how good Josh is at the three objective games. Like it, gee, it's not good. Give Josh how many objectives? An odd number of objectives. <laughs> <laughs> Give him four. He's the greatest warrior you've never known. Give him three to five. <laughs> Give him one. That's called King of the Hill. Somehow he's good at that. Except right. this year, I was not good at that. Yeah, no. Um, and he also writes in your first custom mech post, there was talk of an optimal engine spreadsheet. How did one get said sheet? I will yeah. send it to you. But if you are just a random listener, did him. Yeah. So we actually have that on the Discord in the Ask the Podcasters uh, channel. I will relabel it and, uh, and post it up there. But that was created by a friend of the show, Dan Hazlitt. I still use it to this day. Nice. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's the bottom pin message in the ask the podcasters channel in our discord. Cool. All right. That's it for hobby news, hobby progress, games played and fan mail, anything else, or we want to take a quick break and then on rapper battle tech wrapped. That's right. Let's get some commercials in. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Hi, it's Vince with Vibrochop. You're going to be in a great mood all day chopping your problems away with the Vibrochop. Now look, your home planet gets invaded. My home planet gets invaded. It's a real problem. A big clan elemental enters your house. What are you going to do? Stab it with a knife? Get real. Shoot it with a bullet? That bounces right off. Worthless. Now look, with the Vibrochop, one chop goes right through that armor. Two chops, that limb comes off. Five seconds, it looks like coleslaw. It's so easy, I could do this all day. Your grandma could do it. Kids could do it. The reason you're going to chop away all day is it's so easy to clean. One, two, and the blade pops right out to clean. Now these other ones you've seen in the stores, hard gel, gets in the handle. All the stores have this. You can't clean it. You can't open this up. It's worthless. Forget about it. The Vibro Chop sells for $2.99.85. But if you call now for the next 20 minutes, because you know we can't do this all day, you get another one absolutely free. That's two for $2.99.95. Order today. All right, and we are back. And today we're talking about our totally not sponsored by Spotify, our Battletech Wrapped, which is, quote, a celebration of the real, the realer, and the realest tabletop moments that defined our year. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to bring out 2023. We spent a lot of money on Kickstarter stuff, but it didn't arrive yet. So we're all putting that on hold for next year where we all get Kickstarting again. Just hopes and dreams. Yeah. So I, I, I try to do like this good of a conversion of the Spotify wrapped into the Battletech wrapped without wrapping. Wrap it up. I'm old, so I'm unfamiliar with all of this Spotify wrapped nonsense. Oh my gosh. Did him. Did him. You know, so you take the vinyl. You add it you, all up. You add it all up. You see which vinyl you liked the most and then which section of the record it played the most. Yeah, which which vinyl did you have to buy more than once that year? Yeah, because you wear it out. You wear, you wear it those out. tracks out. See, I'm I didn't listen to vinyl, but I know that they wore out. <laughs> I, I do briefly remember a, a, a YouTube rewind or something like that. Is that anything like this? It's it's roughly the same. But the YouTube rewind, rewind is worse because it's not personalized to you. Yeah, the YouTube rewind is just YouTube's 
year in review, not, you know, Fartmaster 69's, you know, YouTube <laughs> profile. Because it was, it was funny, like, the first two times, and then it just got bad. Sad. Because, yeah, they just took the average, and the average is not funny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Spotify's just like, hey, you paid for this. Like, here's, here's what you're listening to. Oh, man, it's that song I played on repeat 2,000 times. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's perfect sense. I was in such a dark time when I was doing that. Now I feel depressed again. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so yeah, so I was like, let's do that for Battletech. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. So I started off with the the, the like the numerics, the analytics, the data stuff. Number one, your reveal is how many games did you play in 2023 of tabletop Battletech? Technically, oh ooh, ooh, see, there we go. I'm not even going to count tabletop Battletech. I'm going to count Battletech. Battletech in general? Yeah. Okay. I don't do that Mega Mech. Yeah. You don't do that Mega Mech? I'll go first. Uh, I played 29 tournament games this year. Eesh. I did. Not, not 29 tournaments. 29 not 29 games. tournaments. 29 games at tournaments. Individual games. Yeah. I did. The Southern Assault, which we just you know recently covered. I did the Triangle mm-hmm. Tournament. That was mm-hmm. another one. I did the MRC's Mega Mech Tournament. Uh, I can't yeah. remember that. Okay, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, if I had to be in my chair for like a solid two hours, unable to get up, I'm counting it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got my list bounced back. They were like, this is illegal. I was like, God, Blake, damn you. <laughs> so, uh, and then we had four, four technical tournaments at Adepticon itself. Oh, okay. That was, that was a rough, and I'm trying to add up we, the hours. You you did that to yourself, so I don't want to hear about that was rough, <laughs> Mister. I, I would never do it again. How about that? Uh, that's that's a good start. Yeah. yeah, Josh learned for everyone. I, I suffered, so others may not. Um. So yeah. So that's tournament games. Then I played like what was it, 18 pickup and campaign games, as far as I can tell. That's with a 70 percent success rate on getting out to the game store. So okay. I'd say that's pretty good. What's 29 plus 18? Mr. Magic Math, 47. So I'm almost hitting one per week if you add tournaments in. Nice. Nice. Uh, We're going to go to Denim because I feel like he knows... 70. 70 games. Yeah. Now, he didn't write his numbers down, by the way, everyone, so we can guess in real time. Yeah. I'm going to go price or right style. I'm going to go with 80. Okay. All right. All right. I got four, I think. Four games? Four Alpha Strike, four alpha strike games. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think. I enjoyed them, all the ones I played. Classic, though. I mean, yeah, if we're counting Mega Mech and stuff, it's... it's. Let's see. It counts. We just went over that. Yeah, yeah. well, like cam- campaign, campaign day, I run three games a day for each of those campaign days. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have done... I, I have done two, sometimes three games at a time uh, on, a, on a Tuesday if we do, if we had blind boxes until we ran out of the blind boxes. A- adding all of that up, just under 120 games. Jesus. Yeah. I knew it was a lot, but I'd forgotten that. Oh, no. True heavyweight. Every, every campaign day. So one Saturday a month, he gets three games in. <laughs> Yeah, and then I play. I, I get two to two to three games in one to three games in every Tuesday, uh, and then that's just that's just the stuff at Hangar Eighteen. And I still yeah. do Mega Mech, and I still do uh, games at home. 
those are classic. So yeah, four alpha strike and, and just under classes. 120 classic. <laughs> yeah. I, I get a couple games in. Bro, do you even know what reps are? <laughs> yeah. Josh's Josh's 18 pickup and campaign games. That's probably numbers. on the low end. I the the, <laughs> the takeaway that I want like right now is hey, all my listeners, like, just keep a record. Just like little little Google sheet and just like, hey, to date. And did I play a game? Like, just keep a record at the end of the year when someone calls you out on like a random Discord okay. and it's like you don't get any games in. You can be like, "How many games did you get in? This is how many I got." Yeah, here's my receipt. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what this is. What you, Dustin? Put us to shame. <sighs> oh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, it looks like I have about what did I write down? Twelve ish Alpha Strike and eight ish um, classic BattleTech games this year. Most of my classic games are relegated to playtesting the time i do get to play classic i usually because i get so few games i'm like let's play test a mission <laughs> uh, so i got some of those in this year i got six games of alpha strike in at southern assault as always one practice game this year for southern assault one list test and uh, I, I ran a lot of alpha strike intro games you did year. you did i did so it's a slow year this year is a busy year for family life you know so uh, hey, I mean, then, averaged one a month, so that's, yeah. Not, yeah. that's not horrible. Yeah. And I did, I think, like maybe four or five games were stolen by Infinity this year. Uh, so I could have gotten more, but, you know. That's okay. Cheating on next year. the wife game is, we, we don't <laughs> hate it here, I guess that's all I can say. It's like, we they, don't encourage it. But we, we make this the heart fonder or something yeah. like that, you know. But then I, I added in, I was like, okay, that's that's games, but... Not everyone is a gamer. Like mm -hmm. we are the tabletop gaming podcast, but that's not all we do. So I was like, let's calculate total hours of BattleTech. And I was like, <sighs> I know Denim's got like a thousand hours maybe this year. I just wrote down millions because millions. we've got the campaign, which I, I, you know, even when I'm not running the campaign, because I am there for 11 hours on campaign day. Really? But there's still the preparation. There's still the creating the missions. Uh -huh. There's still the, 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 the setting up the forces, my Tuesday night games, my, my just, just all the stuff that I do with it. You know, it's it's when I'm am I not thinking or doing something BattleTech related? So all the hours. Add all right, them all I was up. just I was just doing rough numbers there, in, in like two and a half hours per game, kind of, and I'm already up to like 650 hours, um, right? With your planning and prepping and your running 11, 11 Millions. hours on, and there's one of those a month, right? So 12, 12 yeah. of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're in the, you're in the six to 700 hour. <laughs> that's just from that. That's not even like the other stuff. Like I did the WWE that that's, oh, that yeah. was a, quite a few numbers in there. I did a bunch of stuff for your campaign. I mean, your, your, uh, your tournament. Yes, you did. There, there is like, I, I'm adding all of that stuff in there too. Yeah. Yeah. You probably hit close to a thousand hours in BattleTech this year. Uh, easily, that's easily. And this is why tabletop war gamers cannot, you know, build our hours to any job. Truly, yeah. Blake amongst Mech Warriors here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, I did. I did some rough, you know, napkin math. I was like 140 hours of games, mm -hmm. classic and Alpha Strike, so just mixed in. Probably the same, if not a little bit more, in just painting. So I was going to go with like 180 hours in painting because I've painted stuff for units that I haven't even thrown on the table. Like I planned on mm -hmm. taking them, and was just like, nope, I'm not taking this to an event or to the table. So like 
yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm in the 300. And we're not even going to get into like how much I'm just thinking about Battletech. And we're definitely not going to get into how many hours editing this podcast. Oh, that counts hours. though. But yeah. the, the reading, I just noticed that you put down reading, Dustin. I didn't I did. even calculate a single book, but, and I've read plenty. You've read a lot this year. Yeah. So, so should, yeah, push that into like 1,200, 1,300 hours. It, yeah, easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> what am I doing with my life, man? What am I doing? Right. Battletech. That's what you're doing. <laughs> All right, the Battletech Raft, 100% chance of causing you depression. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah, so I did some napkin math too. I I guess I put in about 84 hours-ish reading. I'm not a fast reader. Eh, call it 50 hours playing, 50 hours recording, and uh, I think I did a commercial or two this year. And I do book clubs. Those take a little over an hour, so 14-ish hours of book club, and... Yeah, maybe 40, 50 hours of painting. So that puts me around the 250 mark this year in Battletech. So I'd like to do more next year. Hopefully I, I get some say, more time. Are you counting your camp, your your tournament? Because that was a lot of hours. Oh, no, I didn't. That was at another 40 that hours. That was about 40 hours worth of planning, preparing, and running. So at a work week to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really, at least a work so week. You're, you're pushing up to the 300 plus as well. Okay. All right. You're a real Battletech person. Don't don't try to dismiss yourself. All right, all right. I'm not fake. I'm real. <laughs> That's the rough one. I was like, let's just get that one out early. Hold on. So between all of us, are we pushing <laughs> like 1,800 hours of Battletech stuff? We'll, we'll get act- I'll get you all stopwatches for you know next year. Next year, we can all total. And it's like total amount of time that the McVay podcast talked about Battletech this year. <laughs> too much then i was like okay what, what would be the top artist and i was like let's let's do top mech of of our 2023 and i okay. thought about it and i was like i don't want to admit this i really don't but then i did the math and i was like it's gone <laughs> it in every list it's yep. in every list yep. it's it's ran in three different tournaments it's ran in multiple alpha strike things and classic things and it's the oscout <laughs> Somebody's got a scout. Somebody's, somebody's got a scout, and I might as well just yeah. get the dedicated scout mech. You gotta put the work in, man. Like it's it's a thing it's that needs to be done. Eight gunnery, one piloting, a scout. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, the, the TO, he raised his eyebrow and he and I was like, hey man, you didn't you didn't specify. You didn't a limit. specify. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, the mech with no gun is a perfect pilot. Still fails its kicks. Ah, oh, jeez. I, I was, I was like, why? What's even the point, man? What is even the point? Why roll? Why even roll? But yeah, so I, I was like, I took an Oscout to two Adepticon tournaments. I took it to the Triangle tournament, and I've taken mm-hmm. it to multiple, like just regular classic or Alpha Strike intro games. Like, like it was very hard not to take it at Southern Assault. I thought really hard, but I was like, yeah. You took it in our practice I took it in our practice, practice game. game. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was it thinking about it. it. <laughs> it oh, I know. It, made the fu- it didn't make the final cut, and it was only because, hey, you've taken this to three other tournaments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Retire already. Um, he didn't hear no bell. That's yeah. right. So I'm, I'm ashamed, but it's like, yeah, the Oscout's probably the number one back used of this year. What about you guys, Dustin? <laughs> 
mine's not that exciting. The O11 is just so good. It got another year's worth of use. That the King Crab. Yeah. It's, um, it, if you didn't pick that one, I was going to, I was going to, you're going to call me out. Call you back. Yeah. I would absolutely. That's, that's why I had to get Birdmax this year. I just have to get away from the O11. It's like, God, this is the best. I'm it's the best. Reliable. Overlight for real. Uh, I didn't want to put it down because I'm kind of ashamed, but here we are 2021, 2000, wait, sorry, 2022 and 23. The King Crab 011 winning my heart, but I'm ready to move on. Your composite so, structure heart. Ah, uh, it really, it's just a crab that runs up to eight. Be still my heart <laughs> till it breaks, <laughs> till it don't run. That's right. Never failed a mass roll on that bad boy. I have rolled fives on that too. <laughs> is that a mask or a supercharger? It's a supercharger, right? I want to say it's mask. It's supercharger. Is it? I'm I should was. know this. <laughs> you should know this. Well, if he never failed it, it never it never mattered. <laughs> the joke is that an alpha strike, he doesn't need to roll it. <laughs> That's true. I, I do run it in, in classic. All my classic lists this year, you know it was in there. Because I'm pretty sure that in our blind box game, I had to run it because you printed it out denim and it was a supercharger and I failed it like the second roll. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, it is a supercharger. Cause he, he created two, you got two engine crits immediately. It was fantastic. It was funny. <sighs> Sarna doesn't have an answer. So <laughs> no, it, it, we just, we just like, we, it was in one of the blind box games. I logic it. it. Definitely. Default definitely is supercharger. Wrong, so default is Dustin is wrong. Do not, yeah. do not trust. That's Deny. Right. All right. <laughs> No, it's still a good, it's still a good king crab. He's a good boy. He's a he good was boy. Still my favorite this year. Uh, Denim, what about you? What is your top mech of the year? I have a feeling of what it is. I, I think I think you'd be wrong. Oh, really? It's not that Shadowhawk, dude. I wanted to do a Shadowhawk so bad. I did um, because I enjoy it, but it's not. It's not my. It's it's not the one I used the most because, like, like it's a supercharger. I checked the record sheet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like Josh says. Like when I play him in in the uh, in our pickup games, I, I use a very similar lance, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that because I'm sure we'll cover top lance somewhere. But but that's just a small fraction of the games I play. Oh, okay, um, okay. Such a small such a small drop in the bucket of the games that I play. Uh, it just happens to be that that that's one of my top seventy five hundred lists. So I grab it when I play against Josh uh, more often than not. But I would say that the one that I enjoy, I wanted to make it the the, the Shadowhawk 5D because it's got like the two medium lasers, the Rack mm-hmm. 5 and that SRM4 streak. It's it's lovely. It does like 48 damage potentially. Mm-hmm. But I actually use the Rifleman 8D more. It oh. goes 464, so it jumps uh, and it has two Rack 5s and it has done the work in the games that that I have played. Really, um, it can it can get up onto onto taller places. It just finds a nice little spot, and then it just opens up. Each gun averages like three uh, three hits mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when it hits, so that's thirty points of damage. Yeah. And it can go up to if I fi- if I happen to go with all six, that that's a lot. Six times sixty. Six if you hit with if you if you roll high on the cluster chart, yeah, and connect. Yeah, it's, it's like sixty points of damage with, and that's just the racks, and not even the the medium lasers and stuff. Oh, uh, and people people underestimate it because they see a rifleman, and then it opens up, and it, it's got almost max armor, so it's just oh. it's just good. Yeah, it's just good. I like it. But good. aesthetically, you're not using the eight D model. 
No. Well, no, I don't have an 8D model. Luckily, I don't. I don't have to have one. <laughs> luckily, I would love to. Uh, luckily, I don't have to use that abomination. <laughs> luckily, BattleTech is not a WYSIWYG game. No, so, I know. Yes, <laughs> but I, I will. I will definitely take one of my many riflemen and and put some uh, some rack arms on there and make my own. Uh, it'll be it'll be cool. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the rifleman 8D as my as my favorite mech I used this year. Sounds good. All right. So that's that's our like top top one of the year. Mm-hmm. What are any new mechs or units that we've fallen in love with this year? Who wrote oh, oh God on the notes? That's me. And you <laughs> want to know why? Because I was like, any new units that you fell in love with? It's like I didn't. I didn't go into 2023 planning to be the proto mech dude. (laughs) Nobody expects to fall in love with those little guys. (laughs) Oh, I don't think Josh loves them. I think he just feels like, like he feels an obligation to play them because he has so many. Who do have a lot of them. (laughs) I I have a lot of them. I probably have the most of them. (laughs) You put them on the table before you bought a grab bag full of them. So, I mean, my policy is if I'm talking about it on the show, I have to put it on the table. Like I like Mega Mech okay. won't doesn't doesn't like I'm not doesn't learning. Count. Yeah, I, I'm not learning enough to talk about. It. So I was like, I'll buy a a point of Protomex to feel to learn and then to talk about. It. And then it, and I was like, oh, these aren't terrible, but I don't love them either. And then it was like, no, no, Josh, you're doing it wrong. You need you need five of the same thing. You need multiple I, units of five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, and I'm doing that. And then like, oh, oh, just there are too many. It's it's great. And the the bog standard rock is fun. This is a medium laser one? Just the medium laser. You're, like, you're oh. a medium laser. So you got some range on it. And it's it's 585. So it's got mobility too. Oh, really? It's, it's fantastic. That's nice. It medium is. Medium laser on 585? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that looks like a bird, right? He's got a little yep. bird face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that or the Minotaur. The Minotaur is the... Got the horns. Two ER yeah, medium lasers. Two. Yeah, but it's slow. Plus as many. It's uh, so slow. I, I you just ignore those. Like a two three? Uh it's three five. It three. doesn't jump. Three five three. Oh, it does? Okay. Okay. Catch yourself yeah. wrong. Jumping well, jumping three doesn't uh, count to me. There is like, one with an LB two, <laughs> just for Dustin. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. Hello, sniper. <laughs> LB twos reach twenty three hexes, twenty four? It's, <laughs> it's a long it's way. Far. It's far. Two chances for that tack. Mm. <laughs> Nothing personal, kid. Like the LB two is not is it's so much better than just a regular a regular AC two. Yes, it is. It is more than twice as good. It is, and, it, and you're splitting two damage and turning it into possibly one. Well, it's a minus one to hit on top of. Yeah, it. I know. Mm-hmm. And extra range. Yeah, and you're not going for damage with an AC two, so splitting it in, in half like that's mm. so much better. Yeah, it's way more than two times as good. So, so yeah, I'm going to go with just general protomex parentheses as my year. units you fell in love with this year. They're yes. all they're all my terrible ugly children now, but All right. Dustin, what about you? I've got a total goofball. So, I discovered in my research for Sudden Assault, the Komodo, the Komodo 2, I think. Yeah. It's weird. It's kind of fast. It jumps. It does 550. It's got tag um, and maybe ECM. Don't quote me. Remember, Dustin is wrong. Yeah, I just don't quote me in quotes, Dustin. <laughs> Love it. 
yeah, no, it was, it's weird mech. It's got a weird sculpt, uh, but it's just, it's good. It's really good. I didn't really run anything new in classic this year. I ran 2022 list again for the most part. So uh, I didn't have any chances to fall in love with any new classic Battletech mechs. That will change. We'll talk about that later, maybe. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the Komodo. It's a weird Sounds guy. good. What about you, Denim? Um, I I actually threw that hammerhead into my uh, cla- to my campaign lists like quite a bit. Um, I, I've used it a lot this year, and I knew it was good. But to actually use it and see it in action, it was just like I really, really like it. I like it so much. When you want to be alive for a long time. <laughs> It is not a perfect mech, but it is such a good mech. It's such a fun mech to play. And it looks so good. Like, the model looks amazing. And then we're going to get a plastic one and possibly new variants. Everybody who's put that hammerhead on the table seems they love it. So, so yeah, hammerhead. It's a nice one. I mean, it was our rec guide top, top mech. It was, it was, which is why I'm like, well, do I do I do? But I liked it so much, like, to actually use it a lot. And every single time, it was fun. All right, let's go uh, top faction of the year. I feel like this is top genre on in actual Spotify. So I think for me, I have to go with, I didn't, I never intended to go word of flake. Like when you're picking what? out units. You were destined. I was, but I was, I feel like I was destined. Like, oh, you can't do this many, you know, Adeptus Mechanicus, just change <laughs> it into, change it into Blake memes. Like, uh-huh. Like you can't do that and not be like, oh, how does it start? Well, ooh, that that's a sweet looking mech with a sword. Oh, two UAC tens on the top. I'm into this. Okay, mm-hmm. TSM. What's this? Hello. And then next thing you know, you're like, I guess I got a level two now. <laughs> got a choir over here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that, that's my top one of this year. I don't think I'm going to go like harder on them. Like, uh huh. That's why I, I think you're going to put them on the shelf for a little while. I think I'm going to put them on the shelf. I think I'm not going to really like expand on them. That's the kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I think that Excalibur, the metal one I bought, kind of is just setting it up as the last thing to fit in for the year. And then we're going to get a plastic one anyway. So I'll put that in a new faction. What about you, Dustin? I tried out Mercenaries for the first time this year. So I put my my chainers. Chainers. I'm trying not to call them a chain gang. (laughs) It's fun to kind of... Usually I like to take the lore that's given to me and explore that with mercenaries. You just kind of get to make up your own thing, but it was fun to sit back and kind of try to think of something other than skulls to paint on a mercenary mech, but I failed. I still painted skulls on mercenary mechs. Those are nice looking skulls though. Thank you. But everybody put skulls. I guys, I tried so hard. It's like maybe wolves, but they're mercenaries and clan wolf. Maybe it's just like some abstract thing. And that's where the chains came from. And then we still put skulls on there. So, oh, well, uh, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun to, it's flexible. It's fun. It's head Kennedy. Get your, let your imagination run wild. But yeah, my top faction was mercenaries this year. I wanted to do mercenaries, but I ended up cause I had the plan in my head. Uh, I even started thinking of a cool, like color schemes and stuff. But I ended up playing mostly Karita and Smoke Jaguar. And since there was a lot of cool Smoke Jaguar toys, I'm going to go with Smoke Jaguar for my top faction this year because I, I actually bought uh, more Smoke Jaguar stuff. One faction for each hand. Yeah. Just, I'm a simple <laughs> man. 
And we have Smoke Jaguars. And we have Draconis Combine. And they both hate each other. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I always pick factions that, that are against each other because it's it's how I grew up where if I wanted to play a game with someone, I had to have all the pieces for both sides. So I didn't want to have two factions that were friends. Like like any two factions I have fight against each other. So if you want to play, you can pick one or the other. And it's okay because they're all enemies. This is how it worked. I mean, that's kind of how I go with the, like the Comstar word of Blake. It's like the the groundskeeper Willie, like natural enemies. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're natural enemies, like brothers and sisters. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with top faction was Smoke Jag just because I spent the most money on it. I'll take that as a criterion. Next wrapped is units you went out of your way to buy and you haven't used yet. This is mm-hmm. like the you added it to your liked playlist and you kept pressing skip. Yeah. Yep. I got one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we all we all got that one. <laughs> I have like extra layers of regret on mine, but anyways, I try not to I think of it as regret, more just like you haven't had the right opportunity yet. Yeah, well, I I don't regret my choice at all, but it's definitely I just I look at it and I'm like I will paint that later and I will put it on the table later, and and I I I will get to it. Like I still don't regret it. I'm still excited about it. I just haven't just haven't thrown it out there yet. Is there like a German word for I under I remember the frame of mind I was in when I made the decision, so thus I do not regret it. However, with hindsight, it was the wrong choice. <laughs> I mean, I can guarantee I have no idea. I can guarantee there is one, but yeah. I would have no idea what it is. Well, Send that was, us that was someone let us know, please, the word yeah. for what he's describing. I, I guess I'll start with mine because I, I've gone into depth. I was pre-purchasing some stuff for Seven Assault, and at one point there was an iteration of my list that had Hetzers, and the new Hetzers are not out yet, so guess who bought two Hetzers? (laughs) The old Hetzers. By the time you get around to using them, the new ones will be out. Oh, absolutely. They're primered. They're they're primed black, and that's probably as far as I'll ever go. So, yeah, I definitely purchased those. Definitely will probably literally never use them, and, you know, Say la vie. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. What about you, Denim? Oh, I I bought the uh, the 150 ton Omega uh, because it is a, it is a smoke jag mech and, and and it is still in package. Oh right there. no, still in package right here on my desk. I've been staring at it. It is. It, yeah, I know. And I, I look at it and I pet it. I'm like, yeah, you're coming out on the table. Yeah, just not not till next year. Because all the paints and glue and stuff, that's all packed away. They got glue and yep. paint at the store. You could... They could. Yeah, I could. I could totally bring that in and just do all the work to it there. I absolutely could. And uh, and it depends. Maybe I'll get overwhelmed this Christmas and I'll need to 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 go escape. And I'll just take that, go to the store and put it together. You know Who what? Knows? You bring it to the store to assemble. I'll bring my drill so we can magnetize it. How about that? Oh, they've got a drill there. And I've got magnets. Oh, no, packed them away. Damn it. <laughs> got them. <laughs> got them. Uh, anyway, Josh, what's yours? Oh, now we want to know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have to be between the Crimson Hawk and the Baboon, because I, I bought them separately. Like, I paid separately for a Baboon and shipping. You bought a Baboon? <laughs> I bought a Baboon. I already had a Baboon, and I was like, oh, man, I really have a Baboon thing right now. I'm going to buy a second baboon. Yeah, Justin's just put his head like into his hand on the desk. And it's like, 
I don't think anybody's ever painted a baboon. Is there a painted baboon out there? I, I think so because one one of the guys from the store, Luke, I believe, uh, uh-huh. got a baboon twice for the uh, for the blind box, oh. and it didn't it didn't last two turns either time. <laughs> but but he liked it so much, so I'm I'm betting that he has painted one. I haven't ran it on the table. I've ran it in Mega Mech against you, Denim. <laughs> Yeah, and that it was did, great. It, it worked about the same oh, as Luke's did. All right. There. Are you ready for this? <laughs> On Camo Specs Online, there are zero painted <laughs> new baboons. There's the old oh, sculpts. Yeah. The Howler 2. There's two of those. Let's see. One was painted in 2013, and the other one was painted in 2005. Because I, I believe think. your baboon fired one round of smoke, and then it got its torso critted and all the weapons were gone. Yeah. Yeah. So even the camo specs guys don't paint baboons. At yeah. least not the new ones. Yeah. So. so the fact that I already had one and somehow it was like, I need a second one. Hey, at least you didn't buy old headsers. <laughs> new sculpts on the ways. <laughs> yeah. 2024, big baboon year. <laughs> Said no one ever. Ever. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on. This would be best album, I feel like. Uh, this is Top List or Lance that you've like either fell in love mm-hmm. with for this year or just like keep keep bringing it back to the table. Um, for me, I, I just have to shout out the triangle tournament list. Cause, uh, just, yeah. Cause Dustin, that was 7,500, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, somehow, somehow I was able to squeeze five mechs into that. Don't know mm-hmm. how, don't know how, but I did. And it's just was like, this is as good as it gets for me. Uh, that was a legacy zero three, a Greyhound 18. So like you're already, you're already up in my like favorite list section the exterminator mm-hmm. 7x the like jumps and like xxxl engine XXXL, yeah, like XXL, like yeah. overheats if it, it thinks about firing mm-hmm. a weapon capable of producing seven yeah it's got cooling pods yeah <laughs> has has a has stealth armor so that's 10 more heat mm-hmm. yep. uh an scout of course and then night sky and i was just like the kdr for that list in that tournament was just absurd like like, I think I lost one mech in the three games, if I remember correctly. I'm probably remembering better, like, rose-tinted mm. glasses it. But I was just like, I sh- more more of my guys should be dying in this, like, than I than actually were. Mm-hmm. So, that's my, like, okay, I would run that again. Like, in a, you know, pinks scenario, like, lose my list kind of thing. Like, right, yeah, I'd right. run this list. Uh, what about you, Dustin? <sighs> It's the same theme. I'm going to go with the same thing I did in 2022 because I recycled my list this year. But it was that um, that Trebuchet 9N, that King Crab 011, and the Hunchback C, and like a Mercury, and usually one other thing. Just kind of that was the the core four were in there, and then the fifth was you know I was always playing around with that BV. Uh, but yeah, mostly the same this year. I didn't get. A lot of time to come up with new ideas as far as classic um, goes this year. Alpha Strike wasn't super into my list. It was fine. It happens. Yeah, you know, so that was my top list this year. Um, You have any preferences for your list this year, Denim? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I, I have my go to seventy five hundred list, which which was the basis of the mercenary group that I've been playing the BattleTech RPG with mm. for thirty some odd years. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, upgraded mechs for for Ill Clan, of course, of course, but the same pilots. So it was like the catapult C six. That's the one with the two plasma rifles in the right arm mm-hmm. and nothing but case in the in the left torso. It's kind of weird. Uh, that's piloted by Mike Trotsky Matroski. Um, <laughs> we've got the uh, the Rifleman 9T. That's the one with the stealth armor and the, mm-hmm. the light autocannons firing precision rounds. So it hides up on a hill, uh, kind of cloaks and shoots <laughs> the fast light mechs uh, from far away. Uh-huh. That's piloted by Dan Disaster Haslett. The Spider SDR-7K. Uh, that's the one with the two medium pulse lasers. This is the one that jumps eight, not the one that jumps mm-hmm. 10. Um, but it doesn't have, uh, it's got a light fusion engine and all its weapons are in the torso. So it can lose like a whole yeah. torso and still be totally combat effective. And that one is piloted by Mike, mostly Brock Hardman. And then, uh, <laughs> of course we've got the, uh, the shadow Hawk SHD eight L that's, that was the one that you thought was going to be my, my favorite mech. It yes. is, uh, yeah, it's got the active probe, the ECM in the left arm. It has that medium VSP laser for uh, nine damage with a minus three at two oh, X's. Yeah. Then it's got the uh, the plasma rifle and the MML5, which I have loaded with SRMs and Inferno SRMs. And that is piloted by by me. Um, uh, and then as as an auxiliary, I have the Shilone air support, which is piloted by Cordis Neutrino Hardman. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, anytime we have any BSPs, the, that's the, that's the guy flying overhead. Um, but that, that Lance has done amazingly well over the last year. So, uh, I, I'm always trying to tweak it with, uh, with new mechs that are coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, you'll see, you'll see a few, a few changes here and there, but that is, that is my favorite list of this past year, hands down. Okay. I have nothing to say about all those. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. nothing. Look, I play this game a lot. All right? I, know, I know. I was like, I'm going to just hold all of my comments for those, you know, full names. I might as well just have social security numbers attached. I mean, I have dog tags made for, I know, for some of these people. I know. I, I, I was like, someone's written backstory in lore and fan fiction. <laughs> thousand percent yeah yeah we're just gonna move on uh worst unit the unit that would go straight to the dumpster that what you took you were like never again this is the one that you like added to your playlist and just took off after listening to it two or three times you're like this was a mistake anything i put out on the table and then josh pulls out two i'm like oh that's it off the dumpster I mean, I know for me mine is the stormcrow just any variant of the stormcrow i try i try loving them they never do it for me and it's like they're such a they're such a like i don't want to say ununique they just exist in my list like they don't bring the weird fun stuff that i like normally they get an arm blown off and it's like cool there's 50 percent your weapons gone immediately yeah that that that's me like the stormcrow i try they normally die first they they don't do anything big before they go either what yeah, I think I think if we're going with that, it's it's like I, I think it's like the Uller. The Uller just doesn't ever work for me, no matter what variant I try. Yeah, the Uller is rough. Just it's not, Fox it's not good. Help. Yeah. 
That poor thing. Anytime I see an OLR, I'm just like, I'm going to put you out of your misery now. <laughs> put this Kit Fox down right now. Because um, it's not hard to do. <laughs> no, it's not. He's too slow. He's too slow. He's too slow. Got too little armor. You know, sure, one of the variants has an ERPPC. He won't last two turns if you if you yeah. shoot anything at him. The, the problem, the yeah, of course, the problem with the Kit Fox is that he folds to anything that's quick that runs out into the backfield to kill yeah. it. It's just, it's over. Game over. Sorry, little Kit Fox. For me, I put some Typhoons on the table this year, and it was just whatever. It was just another gun box on wheels, so... I guess I kind of went straight to the dumpster because I, yeah, like I said, put them in the list once, moved on. Nothing special there. Just didn't connect on a spiritual level with that vehicle. It's okay. It so, hurts, but it's true. It is. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. You know, everybody had the best intentions, thought it was a good match, but it was just no, uh, je ne sais quoi. There was no, it was no, no fire. No, yeah. So. All right, we'll switch this up to a high note. Favorite weapon of the year. This is like mm. not even like favorite song. This is like this is so easy. Favorite this like is... chorus or like favorite line oh, yeah. of any of your songs. The one you like, you put it on loop and you just loop that one section. You say it's the meme with the the you know the the monkey. He's got the earbuds in <laughs> the Walkman. Yeah, you yeah. just like play that part again. Oh yeah, absolutely. For, for me, it's I want to say ATMs. ATMs are good. They've got that built-in, the built-in Artemis. Uh, they're they're kind of weird in that they do all of their damage in groups of five, no matter what what variant you're firing. Um, but they're it's it's a good, solid, dependable weapon. ATMs, you just get to switch to the answer. You have the answer in long range. You have the answer in medium range. You have the answer in short range. I mean, the only answer is ever going to be short range. But it it felt like every time I rolled. ATMs, whichever the you know missile cluster size was, it was just like give me max, and it was like I'm getting you as close as you can get without without the, your opponent calling you cheating. Especially when you got like two racks of ATMs, you're like, oh, let me roll it up, let me roll up on the cluster chart. That'll be uh, 73 damage in groups yes. of five. <laughs> yeah, I, if if I were to skip one of them, it would be the the standard. The standard one, I I definitely like the long range ones, and I definitely mm. definitely like the high explosives. Yeah. Um, and if I have enough slots, I'll I'll add a standard. But that's that's the one. If I only have two slots, that's the one that goes away. And there are a bunch of mechs with only two slots. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I that's interesting. I run the standards and the short the high explosives. You're either ga- you're either pecking or you're gambling. Those you got no options. There's no like, oh, this one's statistically the best one. It's like if I wanted that, I would just take a bigger LRM launcher. Yeah, they take the uh, SRMs at medium range. What about you, Dustin? What's your weapon of the year? Oh, um, plasma rifle is the one that does damage and heat, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Uh, just a, it's just so good. It's so good. Oh, it is. It is. I think I, it is. I think it also helps that in the year of 2023, when I connected with my plasma rifles, I don't think I rolled less than a three. So for that extra heat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like it's, four. It's, and then if you're if you're shooting elementals or vehicles, it does ten damage plus two d six. Add it all together and divide it up into groups of five. It, yeah. It's an insane amount of damage on things that don't take heat damage, like oh. normal heat damage. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy good. Yeah, the plasma rifle, I think I ran it because it was, I think it's on that 011, the king crab. 
Mm-hmm. It yeah, is. Because you got the rocket launcher, the plasma rifle, and the LB-20s. Uh, so that was kind of my taste test last year. And then I kind of leaned into that with that crab, that plasma crab this year. And I was just like, these things are great. There's a calliope yeah. with one too. I love running that thing. It's just a good weapon. 10 damage, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Well, that, that favorite lance of mine has three plasma rifles and an MML with infernos. And it it works. It just yeah. does. So very tasty weapon. Yeah. I was going to say plasma rifle, but I saw that you wrote it down. So I switched to my second, to my second favorite weapon, which is a hundred percent the rack five, specifically Mm. the five. (laughs) It is a good weapon. No, Um, No. use it a lot. Yep. You can fire it one to six shots. If it jams, you can unjam it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's, uh, it comes with plenty of ammo. Um, now five five is the sweet spot. Like sure you can fire six, but five five is the sweet spot because it's got the 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 lowest jam per maximum output mm-hmm. of damage. Um it's the top of the curve. And, and it, yeah. it works so well when you when you've got 20 rounds to a bin, so you can fire it four times per bin. Nah, uh, nice. That that that's really, really nice. So two tons gives you eight turns of continuous firing of, of five rounds. Yeah, and it's not tough to, to unjam. It's like a gunnery plus three as long as you don't fire anything or or run or jump. Um, so it's not like impossible. You're not out of the fight. You're just yeah out of the fight for one turn. Yeah. Um, so no worse than overheating. It's not that it's bad. A, it's it's a good weapon, and it and rack five firing at five uh, averages three, so that's fifteen damage uh, on average. So it's a Gauss rifle spread around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So more more attack chances, more headshot chances. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, it does not hurt that the first time I took that Shadowhawk, that that five D, uh, the first two rounds I fired, I was going crazy, so I fired six of them, and I hit with elevens and twelves both times. So I Whoa. you know I was doing thirty points of damage per turn with just that one weapon. That's um, pretty nice. You know, plus the Shadowhawk's got the the two medium lasers and that SRM four streak. So it's just an insane amount of damage. If anyone has ever piloted a shadow Hawk, you know, it goes from, from the original one that could barely do 19. If you got super lucky. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible weapon. So that's mine. We got top era of the year. So this was their favorite era that you were playing in this year. Yeah. This has been my favorite era since 2019. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured this was a gimme. Like, this is the average. Like, oh, everyone, this is that, like, which players or, yeah, listeners like you all listen in this area. And it's like, uh, yeah, we all listen in the Ill Clan era. We do. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been playing since 86, but I am not your typical grognard. You know, succession wars are the best wars. I, I am Ill Clan. I love the Ill Clan stuff. Um, yeah, give me more of that. I mean, you can pretty much take anything you want within reason. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. I want options. Don't don't put denim in a box. That's yeah. right. Uh, for me, it's it's because of the lore. I'm, I'm just hype. I got into I I got into BattleTech lore. I got into BattleTech way back in the day, Mac Warrior Two, but I, I it was just robots shooting at each other. So 2018, um, there were whispers of Ill Clan era. I was very excited. It was a very long and slow rollout, but I am happy to be <laughs> fully playing in the era. So absolutely top, top era, ill clan all the way. How about you, Josh? Are you going to three for three? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to three for three. I'll... All right. 
do, do you want to put your spin on it? Why why do you like the Ill Clan? Because I can take anything. Like that's okay. Like, so you're with denim on this one. Options? There's only like a few mechs that fully go extinct, and I'm like, yeah, I can justify this. You don't don't look at me like that kind of things. <laughs> like, yes, it went extinct in the dark ages. Wow, big whoop. Okay, I yeah. found one. So there, I found one. There you go. <laughs> I dug it up out of le- uh, uh, there. There was a, a pond. Went for a stroll. You know. Found I mech. found a I found a dropship just floating out there with dead mm-hmm. engines and had all this stuff on it. If we can find gladiators and salvage yards, we can find you know really anything. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> I left a clan army man in the dirt. <laughs> uh, I, he had to dig through all the all the baboons and howlers yeah, around right. it. Yeah, found a gargoyle under here. <laughs> all right. Uh, this one's kind of like my personal favorite is what have you stared at on the store page? Like when you go to Fortress Miniatures and Games, what what unit are you looking at and you're wanting to buy and you haven't pulled the trigger on? Oh, man. I looked at that that uh, Omega for almost five seconds before I hit the buy. <laughs> this is when I if I see what if I see when I just buy it, there, yep. there's no there's no staring at anything. Such a weird, such a weird answer for this question. <laughs> Well, you might as well answer it now. It's it's the so Southern Assault two. We got those tokens. <laughs> I didn't buy any more because I assumed we would get more, and we didn't. And now I'm like, shit. Do I buy more of them? Maybe, maybe I've I have not purchased another baggie of those tokens. I still want to. I'll do ones. it. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe 2023 will be the Put it on your Christmas list, man. Uh, For me, like every time I go to Fortress and I just search, I always end up going back to the Hollander. And I'm like... (laughs) The metal one? There's only metal ones. Oh. I think there is only metal ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He says that like there's a plastic one. Like I wouldn't have found that in my searches for Hollander. (laughs) There's two. And it's like, do I want the original OEM Derpy like yeah, the 1993 one. Yeah, that's or, one I have. Yeah, or do I, totally I go for the one. Hollander three? Like the was it forty ton? Really, you just you just say it's a light mech, and it's like this, this thing only does like one thing, which is ballistic gun. The, the and, angles were so thin, and the gun is so big and long. It was so hard to put together because we didn't have that quick set spray for the glue, and you had to hold it, and it would it would just till down yeah. it was horrible horrible to put together yeah the, the number of like single gun mechs i have is too much and i'm like i don't need any more but i'd really love to add to cart hollander <laughs> so that's my i keep looking I'm at it for. keep keep talking it myself out of it maybe maybe when i have the same amount of impulse that a uh, denim has yeah. yeah here's one for our book club fans top book, book of the year just one, Dustin. Just one. Man, why do you gotta do that to me? Because uh, I see the list of like twenty-seven books on there. Just one. All right, we're gonna go with Elements of Treason Honor. That's a good one. Uh, Peter Cobb is. I love to hate him. He's he's. I don't know. That it's a good one. Yeah, I don't like good. him, but I like him. What can I say? Yeah. And it was a good book. It was a good book. I had. I, there are three. On the list, I won't read them all out loud. There were lots of good <laughs> books this year. 
there like were a, like a there normal were. Spotify rap. He doesn't, you know, here's all the things we thought about adding. No, no, this is, yeah. this, you know, you know, it's just one. It's just one. So I did the coin flip in my head, a three-sided coin flip, and I landed on treason of honor, the elements of treason yeah. of honor. So that was it. How about you guys? Denim, you? I mean, I read a lot of books, but the one that I enjoyed reading the most, uh, even though it seems a bit weird, it's it's a it's a compilation book. It's the Marauder book. Um, I read it at the right time, and I was thoroughly entertained by those stories. Um, I have been looking for those stories individually, I for a couple of years really, and and uh, then they came out with with it all in one little book, and I'm like, this is perfect. And I read it, and it was uh, it was super enjoyable. Um, I'm really glad I did it. I, I liked it. Josh, did you read a book this year? Can I say the Alpha Strike, you know, sixth edition rule book? Is that is that legal for nope. mine? <laughs> doesn't that count yet. It doesn't count. It's a book. Yeah. Yeah. Fluff only, sir. Fluff only. <laughs> oh Lord. I know this is when I do like I think the only thing I've read like cover to cover would be children of Kerensky, and i don't want to say i liked that either and i don't even know if that was this year what was that anthology the the legacy that was legacy. definitely yeah, yeah. that was definitely not this year that was definitely at least yeah, but that was ago. a fantastic was a book too yeah. i loved that yeah josh spent the whole year talking about um loading cluster munitions into an, an artillery gun and shooting <laughs> elementals with it yeah yeah i think about that <laughs> regularly um, just live that moment over and over again. I'm not done with it. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not <laughs> done with it, but Isle of the Blessed, I'm enjoying that a lot. Nice. Yeah. Well, well you got a couple days before the end of the year. Uh, Finish yeah. it up. I will Do be it. on vacation. So you know what? Maybe that'll be my goal for this vacation because I started it last vacation. And it looks like we got a wild card question, a freebie, the middle space on your bingo card this year for 2023 wrapped. Your special, your favorite thing about the year. Categories open. And I, I have to still think of mine because I was thinking about everything else. So I'm going to just throw it to you guys. Like, Dustin, what was your favorite identifiable data metric for Battletech? It's really funny because it's not something I thought about. Uh, the whole year went by and I was like, what was my favorite thing about Battletech? Not a thought that entered my head, but then you posed the question and I was like, hmm, dice. It was it was the dice. So this year, Fortress Miniatures and Games had two new flavors of dice. So that was four dice total, two pairs. We had a transparent teal ish, like a seafoam green kind of. It pair. is a pretty one, yeah. Ah, uh, so, mm, chef's kiss, and the blue and black uh, marbled Fortress Miniatures and Games dice. And I was able to get in pretty early in the prize line and snatch some Thunderhead dice i was oh, very envious ones? oh yes yeah they're there was, great mm, there was some and the renegade hpg had sent in some dice too so i got four new sets of branded dice this year and <laughs> that was the highlight um so i love my pairs of dice i love you know you're rolling those srm sixes those lrms you find in locations lb20s whatever i love matching sets of dice and i got many many more of them this year so honestly Math Rocks Highlight 2023. Fantastic. Uh, I've got a super short like attention span. So trying to think of the whole year, I'm sure there's stuff that I've missed. Um, 
But my most recent happy thought for Battletech is uh, I was drinking some mold wine out of my Corita mug and it just felt right. Just sitting there with that, with that brand new, the red and mm. black Corita mug with the, the mold wine. It was, uh, it was a very nice, lovely experience. And um, I felt, uh, I felt happy and relaxed and full of Battletech cheer. So that, that's mine. Cause it was warms, the most recent. It warms my heart too. It does sound like a pleasant experience. It's the little things in life. It is. My favorite thing this year would have to be swag. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of like yours, Dustin. Sure. But it's like swag that I've done or like, what what have I done? And it's like, I've probably got patches made. <laughs> patches? This, those are sexy patches. Those are sexy patches. I was like, you know what? We're going to get real good patches. And I'm going to buy a bunch of them and hand them out at Southern Assault. And I did. And I gave Rob at Fortress Miniatures some, so they're on the store. So if you're listening to this and you also want a Mech Bay patch, which is just our logo in patch form. And they're, they're iron-on patches? Yeah, or? they're just iron-on patches. I got them Fantastic. like ready to go. So yeah, that, that's normally I do stickers and I just hand those out. I was like, no, we're, we're better than just stickers. We're patches. I mean, stickers are awesome too. I'm not going to say no to more stickers. Oh, no. Like... I, I are we, are get... we also talk about any other swag we're doing that that uh, that hasn't arrived yet? Hey, our, our stickers were nice too. I just I, just I love wanna, our I put a lot of stickers on the back of my car, and of all the swag stickers, a lot of them are not rated for ultraviolet light fastness. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is nice. Yes, Ours the... is wildly durable. Like I've it had really mine on good. my water bottle, and it's like that. And the MRC stickers I have just, just still oh. standing strong. I'll, I'll, for reference, I'll take a photo. I'll put it on the Discord, and y'all can look at the there's Unicorn Company sticker, uh, Fortress Miniatures and Games stickers, and they've all really haven't held up to the. I put them outside; they're in the elements, so we're, we're rough on them. But um, Mac Bay Podcast sticker holds up great. But yeah, swag. It was a swaggy year. It was a swaggy year, and I like swag. And I think Denim has the like semi announcement. It's not there yet, but it's it's Santa. Santa Claus is bringing it. It may it may come as 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 early as tomorrow. Like that's that's the oh really yeah like that soon as early as tomorrow we may actually have the official (gasps) uh, Mech Bay dice. Oh yeah, and if they come tomorrow, and then you'll be at the store tomorrow, and then I can. That is true. It could make twenty twenty three the best year ever. It could. It could. Could. All right. Don't break my heart, Santa Claus. That was good. Right. I'll be, good I'll be staring you. at the front door all day long. <laughs> I have to get them pre-rolling approved by a priest before I can, you know, let them out into the wild, though. Like, they have to be blessed. Blessed by Blake. The, 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 chant, the, the chance will, will uh, yeah. I have, to, I have to do a saltwater bath to see which ones go on sixes, <laughs> and I have to separate those and, like, whittle them down. Steal to, them like, all for yourself. I get it, yeah. One, one pair, like, rolled... Tr- six sixes in a row and it's like yeah i'll take that that pair is that cheating or is that just getting the luckiest pair out um the fact that you have to ask if that's cheating just tells everybody everything (laughs) (laughs) yes the answer is yes flush them down the toilet (laughs) (laughs) quick Oh, they don't flush. Oh, no. (laughs) They just float on top. What is this, a Warhammer tournament? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that one gif 
you, you got to think the people who didn't know, they're like, what's this? What's this <laughs> video? Know. This like four second video of somebody flushing toilet. Oh, I had questions. People came over to me like, you you know about stuff like this. I'm like, what, Math Rocks? He's like, this, this stuff, this, this, what, you know, what you're a nerd. <laughs> like, yeah, I know oh, what's going on, you. but now I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. If anyone didn't know, someone at a Warhammer tournament had a pair of the loaded dice and it's like this pair always rolls this one always rolls six and this one always rolls one and they were like after like so many games they were like semi accused of cheating and they were like uh can i roll this and they're like no and they're like gets the to over he disappears goes to the bathroom comes back and he's like hey i need to see those dice and they're like what dice i don't have them anymore um <laughs> i don't have they, any dice and someone like comes out of the bathroom like hey um there's some dice in the toilet and they don't they don't go down <laughs> the air bubbles in the dice make yeah. them float yeah because they're weighted already yeah no. oh my no. goodness it was bad <sighs> but no we will have normal chess x grade t6s for all your clicky clack needs soon, yeah hopefully they maybe. look good they look so good it's gonna be dope yeah. yep so yeah all right more swag more fun 2023 battletech hpg wrapped it's a good year it's a good yeah. year. It's we always a good for, year. Can't always wait for year. all the 2024 loot, though. Mm. Really can't. Oh, all that plastic loot. You know what I just thought? 2024 is one year away from 2025, which is a quarter of a century into the new century. How's well, that true. make you feel? Um, Bro, why you got to make me feel old? Is the 40th anniversary of BattleTech? So there's gonna there, there's new colors for, for the boxes. They're re-releasing the box sets with the new 40th anniversary colors. There's the t-shirts. There's there's Bonus all kinds news. of cool stuff. New yes. shirts. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be it's, beautiful. It's gonna be a big year for BattleTech. I'm excited. I think that's it for BattleTech wrap. Before I leave you, I just want to mention that I have gone to Sarna Wiki. 2,900 times this year and Master Unitless 3,700 times in just the last three months. We hit that overflow for the uh, history boys. But if you have any fun Battletech statistics and analytics for 2023, let us know and we might talk about them on the next episode. So you can do that by sending an email or message to Podcast at gmail.com. But you can add ease, MechWarriors, because this marks another year of salvage write-offs, MedBay insurance premiums, Aztec training videos. Thanks for joining us as we wrap it all up. We will catch you next year.